And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is stabilized. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you can blank one on Amazon Prime. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. We had a really good week last week. And just in time, too. It was, it started on Monday. We didn't have any bulk orders on Monday. We just had a normal day. And we hit our break-even point. We have been hitting about 60% of our break-even point for the last previous, before this, the last like weeks, two weeks. So we've been digging our hole. So getting to our break-even point was actually a really big deal, right? Because that was, I mean, frankly, that was, what would that have been? 140% of the previous weeks, right? Now, that, that's not like, when you think about it, it wasn't that much, right? And it was the result of a lot of effort. So whether that's sustainable or not is up for a question. But we had done that. We had hit the break-even point on Monday. And I was like, this is a good start to the week. Because we hadn't done that in a long time prior. But Tuesday rolled around. We had two huge bulk orders come in Tuesday on top of actually hitting our break-even point without them. Because I did the math. And maybe it was three, actually. I'm trying to think. It was three. And then we had a big day Wednesday where we hit our break-even point, and then we had a bulk order on top of that. And then Thursday and Friday, we hit our break-evens again. The weekend was a little slower, but the weekend's always a little slower. And because we had done so well prior, we were good. So for the seven-day period, we actually hit our break-even point functionally every day except for the last two, and they were close. They were very close. Um, they were, like, within 10% of, of break-even. And the other days that week, we had a lot of bulk orders that, that helped really offset it. So that, that was critical, right? Because we were able to use that money to pay back all of the bills that were overdue at that point, get us back to a point where we were caught up on our bills. And <clears throat> frankly, that was critical to stabilizing both our relationship with our vendors and, you know, our situation internally. And frankly, it was important to me because it proved that we could actually do it, right? There had been a lot of stress because a lot of the, the, the business, a lot of the, the slowdown that we had seen that kind of evaporated during that interim there, a lot of that was probably related to the espresso. But it came right after the launch of the Rugged and the price increase with the Premier line. So there was a part of me, right? In business school, they talk about this a lot, this concept of price elasticity. Price elasticity, functionally, is the idea that a perfect one-to-one price elasticity ratio is, functionally, when you raise your price by X percentage, the demand for your product goes down by X percentage, right? And vice versa, if you lower your price, the demand for your item goes up by X percentage. Now... In a perfect scenario, those, those things are perfectly related, linearly. But that's not how the real world works at all, right? If toilet paper cost a million dollars, you'd still need to buy some. I mean, you probably would figure out an alternative. Let's say toilet paper costs cost $10 a roll. 
you'd still buy some, but probably not nearly as much. And if toilet paper was free or cost one cent, there would only be so much you would take, right? There's just, you're not going to fill your house to the brim with it, right? So there's, there's this natural inelasticity or price elasticity related to certain products, right? Which means that as the price goes up, people buy them less or buy them more, but that how much less and how much more is arguably unknowable. Economists will try to prove it mathematically, but it's arguably unknowable because there's a lot of other factors that play into it, like the economy as a whole, right? People's perception of their own wealth. There's the wealth effect is this concept that when the stock market is doing very, very well, people think that they are wealthier because their stock market portfolio, their retirement portfolio is going up in value. So they think that they're more valuable. And the vice versa is true, that when the stock market does poorly, people think, perceive in their mind that they are less wealthy. However, and unless you're actually in retirement on a fixed income, that's not necessarily true. Now, inflation actually does make you poorer, technically. And real earning over the last, mo- or over the last 12 months, I think it was, the real earning potential went down by like, well, actually, let me rephrase this because I'm going to get this wrong. In the Wall Street Journal, it was the stat, basically, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase it and potentially paraphrase it wrong, so correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. It was something along the lines that when you take into effect inflation raising prices, and then you take into effect wages rising, the inflation of prices is rising faster than the rising wages to the tune of about 10%. So the real purchasing power of your dollar is down by 10%. Now, that actually will make you poorer. That isn't like from a technical standpoint, that functional, that, that rise in inflation and prices and that, you know, the slower rising in wages will mean that your disposable income will drop. Now, realistically, as we did this price increase, I was concerned that there was going to be some decline in our purchasing. Like some people would no longer be able to afford it. Now, the real caveat to that is because we launched the rugged line at the same time and that was at the old prices there shouldn't have been a decline because the people that couldn't afford the new premier line could could afford the rugged if they could have afforded it before the rug before the price change right so functionally there was an option that was at the same price as before to offset that to allow people so but at the same time purchasing dried up as soon as we did that right it was within days within a day of launching the rugged line suddenly our sales declined very rapidly and for me, my concern was that this was the new normal, that we had hit for whatever reason. And this does happen, by the way. There are certain times, there are certain price points, there are certain instances where a brand will raise their price to a certain point and sales will just drop off like a cliff. And there's a lot, there's, it's hard to know why, right? There's a lot of kind of argument in the business world about what causes this effect, what, you know, what causes phenomena. Something about this kind of, usually it's something, the best explanation is that it's related to perception of value. And people, when you, you know, right before you went off that cliff, the argument is that you were at the highest perceivable value and, and highest realistic value that you could charge for your product. And then when you went further, people suddenly just decided not to purchase at all. So there's, that's always the thing on my mind when I'm looking at purchasing and I'm looking at our sales and I'm looking at our prices is like, I don't want to hit the cliff, right? Obviously you never want to hit the cliff. At the same time, there are factual realities to keeping the lights on 
at the building that we're working at and paying the people that we pay and, you know, making the things that we make, right? There's factual realities to how much we have to do to make that. And the company's never been particularly profitable um, historically. I mean, like we've made enough that we are not going to go broke normally every day. Like it's not, we're not normally living on a knife's edge, but we're not normally very profitable as a general rule. And because of the move last year, we were not profitable at all last year by quite a bit. So for us, pricing and that shift is always a challenge. So once we had made that change, we saw the sales decrease significantly. I was concerned that this was the new normal. Last week showed me that that wasn't necessarily the case. And I slept really well for the first time in a long time. And that was good. I think that we are now in a more stable position, both financially and technically from a perspective of what the customers perceive the company. Now, we have not dug ourselves out of the hole by any stretch of the imagination. We are still very much in the hole, but we're not continuing to dig into the hole, which is at least an improvement. And when we look at the next two months, which is realistically in my, line, my mind the best timeline for performance analysis is this next two months. I am hoping, my goal is not to make huge moves. My goal is not to make big profit even. My goal is to make consistent sales at a specific target, which is enough to make us a little bit profitable. And I want to continue to work down on our, you know, our previous bills that are larger, our larger, more long-term bills. That's going to require a lot of stability. That's going to, that, what that is, that is our target, really, I guess I should say. The target is stability. Now that we have stabilized and we have gotten ourselves in, with our feet under us again, it is how do we maintain this status quo? And I think that a lot of it is to be said is Valentine's Day could be a big part of this. And so because you cannot control stability, because I can't force stability, the alternative to stability, which is the head. This is the hedge against stability. The hedge against stability is that we really try to make Valentine's Day the most it can be, right? Because I can say we want to be stable, right, as long as we can. But without being able to actually control the weather, I guess I should say, without being able to actually control all of the elements that would go into that stability, and I can't, we should also strive while being stable to try to maximize in whatever minor way we can without destabilizing us we need to try to maximize valentine's day and i think the one thing that we can do to to do that will be to get our lead times down to nothing i want to get our lead times for crafting down to one to three days and frankly we say one to three days i'll let you know a little secret at murdy creative company coach we say one to, when we say one to three days what we normally mean by one to three days is we should be making things the same day or the next day. That third day is normally so that if for whatever reason we run out of something unexpectedly, which shouldn't happen, but it does sometimes, or something breaks, it gives us a little bit of margin to fix it. But normally when we say one to three days, what we really mean is today or tomorrow your order will ship out. That's normally what we mean. I want us to get to that point by the end of this week. That will be tricky. But if we can do that, Suddenly now, we as a company can advertise quick shipping. We can advertise that. We can still get your present there before Valentine's Day. We can focus on a lot of the capabilities. We can offer for our bulk clients, many of whom have, we've had to have, turn bulk orders down in the past because they needed it next week and we just couldn't do that, right? But when we can get that caught up, suddenly now there's an opportunity for us to say that if you got a bulk order of 20, 30 things, 
We can still make that and get that out in one to three days, right? We can still do that because what we showed during Christmas is that our production capability from an actual items we can get out in a single day. If we were, if we're really, if the full team's there and we're pushing hard, like we're pushing at a good brisk pace, we've proved that we can produce twice the number of things that is our stable target. So that means that we could actually have, we could be stable, we could be stable and moderately profitable, you know, modestly profitable, I should say, during that time. And if we got a bulk order that was a large bulk order, we would still be able to, we would have the capacity to be able to do that. Now, the argument is, well, if you've got the capacity to do twice what your stable capacity is, then why wouldn't you push to do that? And the short answer is because we don't want to short our supply chain and run out again which causes instability. And the scaling up process from a marketing perspective is not linear, nor is it necessarily guaranteed. And so we need to have a safety net, a financial safety net in place before we can start doing that again. And we will, some point in the future, we will in the next couple of months, once we get a, you know, a little bit of more stability financially, we have a little more of our safety net in place. That's when we will do another scaling round and we'll push up to the high end. But I think in the meantime, what we can do to make the next two months, <clears throat> especially Valentine's Day, but Beyond that, the next two months, the best they can be is to get our lead times down to as little as they possibly can be and then stay there. And I think that will be a big push to encourage that stability because then suddenly if people don't have to wait 10 days or 15 days, God forbid, and people instead have to wait one day for their order to ship, I think we'll see a lot more people purchase on a regular basis. It'll be, that is one less barrier for you to worry about. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's always up in the air. It's never simple. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic. Don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified as soon as we launch new episodes. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, or anything else we sell, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or there is a chat box in the bottom left-hand corner, bottom right-hand corner, sorry. On the bottom right-hand corner, there is a chat box. If you click on that chat box from 4 a.m. or 4 do not call us at 4 a.m. Sorry, at 8 a.m., excuse me, to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, Central Time, we do have someone who is staffing that chat box. So there should be someone available all the time to answer your questions. If you chat with us and the response is, you know, thank you for reaching out. Uh, unfortunately, no one's available to answer your question right now. We'll be, get back to it as soon as we possible. If you see that, please note that that means that we have turned off the chat functionality because we are receiving too many requests. And we will genuinely get back to you as soon as we can. So that's where if you see a message in the chat box that, that isn't quite as instant of a response as you wanted, please note that it is related to volume, not related to anything else. Also, uh, but we do respond to the chat box relatively quickly and it has been a great tool for us. If you send us an email, um, please note that it does take up to one business day to respond. I say that as a caveat. We actually respond to our emails according to our system normally within 30 to 40 minutes. Like we're, we're normally really on top of our emails. There are times, usually Mondays, but there are other times when we'll get a whole flood of emails all at once and we'll be behind, right? And it'll take us a, the full day to get back to you. But normally we're much faster than that. So if you, you know, reach out to us that way. If you would like, you can also call us. 414-434-9001. You can place an order over the phone if you'd like. Um, you can't place a custom order because we don't necessarily have your logo, but you can place a regular order over the phone if you would like. 
You can also, if you'd like, text that number, 414-434-9001. We, that's another option kind of to chat with us, as it were. Uh, we do respond to those. We get back to those pretty quickly. That's a very common way people reach out to us. Uh, we are available, like I said, for from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, Central Time, on the rare occasion. And I, 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 I say this because I don't want to guarantee it, and it may not be available, but on the rare occasion, if I'm in the evening, not doing anything. Sometimes I'll turn the chat back on and I'll just respond to stuff in the chat in the evening. So there are times, so feel free to ask if you would like in the evening, but just note that that's, that's kind of a random thing. Um, if you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow a new community, both a review on the podcast app, whatever you're listening on, but also a review on the product itself. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews to read all of our amazing five-star reviews. We love them. They make our day. There's a button there that says leave a good review. You click that button. It'll take you to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. And there's a question. Do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You click yes, and you can write your review. We love them. We read them. They go up on our wall, and it's something that makes our day very much so. <clears throat> we actually have a page in our Discord chat that's devoted just to reposting the reviews. If for whatever reason you would leave us a bad review, there's another button there that says get directly in contact with us. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. We will do anything we can to fix the problem. So please give us an opportunity to do so before you leave us a bad review. You can, we will do anything, refund, recraft, we will take care of you. Please give us an opportunity to do so. Thank you for that. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Always has been, always will be. So please tell your friends. And during this particular short period of time, we are doing double reward points. So you get... 10% back on any in-store purchase you make as in-store credit that can be spent on anything we sell, right? There is no limitations on what the reward points can be used on. And that 10% back is also part of our double rewards, like I said. And you get, if you share that, if you share the company with your friends via the shareable link in the rewards section of the website, you also get $10 back when they make their first purchase and they get $10 off that first purchase. So, you want to get part of that, you go to the left-hand corner of the website this time around, and there's a rewards button. You click on that. As long as you're logged in, you're signed up. We actually changed the rules recently so that even if you're not signed in and you make a purchase, you still can get those points. It'll send you an email saying, hey, you just earned all these points. Sign in to be signed up to redeem them, right? So you log in via that left-handed corner of their panel there. Once you're logged in and you've got that set up, any purchase you make, as long as you're logged in, should automatically add the points. You can re redeem your points right there on the website and you can use them. Like I said, that shareable link there at the bottom corner, you share that with someone, they get $10 off their first purchase and you get $10 of in-store credit during these double points days. So check that out. That does help us quite a bit. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to talk about just about anything I can. So feel free to mention in the comments below or send us an email, sales, S-A-L-E-S at murdycreative.co and Melinda will make sure I see that. If you're looking for multiple items, for gifts, giveaways, any reason, and you're looking for bulk discounts, they are built directly into our cart. So all you need to do is add whatever quantity of whatever item to your cart. It is purely based off the total cart quantity. Mix and match to your heart's desire, and it will automatically apply the bulk discount. One note, the add additional engraving item does not count for this. So you can't go buy something, add 10 additional engravings, and get the bulk discount because... It's not a separate item per se. So just keep that in mind if you're looking at the going, why is this different? That's why it's different. So the book discounts will automatically apply to your cart. If you have questions about the book discount program, you want to know more about the percentages, feel free to reach out to us, sales at murdycreative.co, sales at murdycreative.co, and we will be happy to talk through that with you. 
We also have the personalizer operational for most of our product line. We still have not got the composition or the executive cut available. That's still coming. If you want one of those, email us, sales at murdycreative.co, and ask about those specifically. We can create custom mockups for you via the old school method we used to do, but everything else has the personalizer operational. So you'll be able to add your logo. You'll be able to reposition it, resize it, do anything and everything, and then you'll be able to purchase that item. It automatically updates the prices. There is no minimum order quantity fee and no like a setup fee for our engravings. It's a flat fee, normally $15. It can go up a little bit if you're getting multiple engravings in different locations and so on and so forth, but that's the way it's set up. Thank you guys so much for uh, watching. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.